This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, this is John here from Freedom's Disciple Podcast, the only show on the Blaze where you come for the accents, where you stay for the principles and the love and defense of American exceptionalism. You're about to listen to a short clip from last weekend's show, and I'd encourage you to share it with your family and your friends. Also, please consider subscribing to our show. Search for Freedom's Disciple on SoundCloud iTunes or Google Play Music, where a new show is released for free every Saturday at noon Eastern. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I hope you gave me a bit of patience and you went, you got through that second segment. Some of them stories are so sad and so horrifying. But I want to address Bernie Sanders. See, I live in a nation filled with socialist medicine. I live in a system where politicians tell me, I think they have a right to tell me what I can and can't buy. buy. They think they can tell me what's best for me. And we all do it in the name of compassion. It's all done in the name of fairness. See, I live in a country that has socialized medicine. I live in a country which has an attitude where it cannot see a fat man standing beside a skinny man without coming to the assumption that the fat man must have got that way by stealing from the poor and the skinny man. Yet, despite all these wonderful tributes to socialized medicine, I could tell you story after story of how it fails. I shared the story with you, the reports that came out prior to Christmas. I think it was the last show before Christmas that I would released. A report that said about 300 people each year die in our health service, in our socialized medicine health service. 300 people, nearly one person a a day, die because there isn't enough beds in emergency care. Another 300 people die because of lack of beds in the ER. In A&E, sorry. That's 600 people a year dying because there's not enough beds. There was a report over Christmas where I think it was like 10 cases of cancer in a country hospital went undiagnosed. Now can you imagine those stories? If the hospitals in question and the service in question was with a private company, if it was some millionaire and billionaire, they'd be shut down. They wouldn't be allowed. They'd be all over the media. They'd be screaming. There'd be pitchforks out. There'd be rallies. 
there'd be signs knowing you you rich person you you're so uncompassionate you don't feel the needs for the poor you're hateful you're spiteful we hate you yet when government does it no one seems to blink an eye socialized medicine is not good but here's the story mr sanders the story of little Ben had a form of cancer. Little Kaylin had neuroblastoma. Children in Belfast with neuroblastoma. Billy Caldwell, who needed um, help breathing and living. A young boy who had mitochondrial disease. Sadly, he passed away. The cork toddler who needed to get to Colorado for medical marijuana treatment. Curtly Manning, who needed an operation in Chicago, in St. Louis. Lorraine, who needs an operation in Barris Methods. Nora, who's a little two, little one-year-old girl who needs a feeding tube. Orla, who has endodermatitis, who needs to get Atlanta for surgery. All these people have one thing, two things in common. They're all Irish. They're all sick. They all live under socialized medicine, which should be great. And yet they all have one thing in common underlying. They all need to get to America for treatment. Mr. Sanders, if America is so uncompassionate, how come in an, in an island of only 4.234 million people? Within 10 minutes of Googling, I found all these stories. I could have found a load more if I wanted to. But that would have just weared the point thin. How come in a nation of 4 million people, within 10 minutes research, I could find all these little stories? All with one thing in common, sir, to get to your country. If America is not compassionate, through no other fault, forget your donations, forget the time you donate. But, sir, if you're not compassionate through innovation, through finding something that is wrong in society and making it better, who is? Who is, sir? Who else is leading the world in cures and in treatment? I don't see any of these stories going to England and other socialized medicine country. I don't see any of these stories going to Germany going to Europe, going to Australia. I've seen him going to America, sir. Why is that? Is it possible because, I don't know, America had a free market when other countries don't? Is it possible, sir, that in America, because there is no glass ceiling, that if you work hard and you play by the rules, you can get ahead and make this world a better place? Would that have anything to do with it, sir? Would it have anything to do with it? That each of these individuals know if they cure something, they know they're helping the world, they're making the world a better place, but they can get their just rewards from it and have a better life themselves for them and their families. And not be like Ireland, where every penny you earn over 32,000 euros is charged at 40% tax. Would that have anything to do with it, sir? 
would it have anything to do with the entrepreneurial spirit? Now, I know this is going down in recent years, but it's still better than a lot of other people. That, um, that entrepreneurial spirit, that can-do attitude, sir, would that have anything to do with it? Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Sanders wants to tell you you suck, how you're not compassionate. I hope with these stories you see something that says, factually, we're the second most compassionate in terms of money per person and time per person in the whole world, only behind Miramar. We as a people are compassionate, we are good, we are honest, but through our innovation, through our hard work, we have made the world a better place. We are a compassionate people. The facts line up. How anyone can look at these facts and say you are not compassionate, I have no idea. But I want to make one last point. In a way, Bernie Sanders actually has a point. He actually says something half factual, which I want to address in future shows. In terms of our relationships to poor and working people, our record is virtually worse than any other nation in the world. Now that part is wrong comparing it to any other nation in the world. But I will say one thing. In terms of your relationship to the poor and working people, your record is bad. He is right about that. Sadly, you have followed the European path and have gotten away from the American path. And that is why your record is bad. Your record is bad because you make poor and working people dependent on politicians like Bernie Sanders. Your record is horrific because all you do is teach, all you do is give people fish and you never teach them how to fish. In terms of people like Bernie Sanders' record, it is horrific. How you have taken an independent American and made him a servant of the state. Where you have taken an independent person and made them dependent on their person getting elected. In dime terms, that relationship, it does bad. it is bad. And it is as bad as in Ireland, as in England, and as in the rest of the world. You look at the cycles of dependency in your country, where generation after generation after generation, they don't break the cycles of poverty. That isn't worse than any other nation on the world. I would say it's probably the same or slightly better in certain circles. But it is not because of Bernie Sanders out there making these speeches saying, you're not a compassionate society, that you really suck. That's changing this. In fact, it is because of people like Bernie Sanders, who all they see when they see each and every one of you is they see an opportunity. They see an opportunity that, haha, I'm going to give you something. And you know what you're going to give me? You're going to give me power in return. All you are is an opportunity to ensure you are a servant to the state and you're a servant to me. And I'm going to do it with a smile on my face. and I'm going to demand you say thank you. In your terms, to quote Bernie Sanders, in terms of your relationship to the poor and working people, you're damn right some of your records are horrible. But it's not because of your people. It is because of people like Bernie Sanders. It is because of people like Barack Obama. It is people like Hillary Clinton. It is people like Paul Ryan. It is people like Mitch McConnell. 
You want to talk about horrific records? It is pretty much everyone who's in Congress for a long term time. All these people who all they can contribute is hot air and talking points and talking down to you, the American people. All these people in D.C. who think, oh, we're just so smart because we're a politician. You know, we're we're a different class of people. No, you're a different class of useless idiots. And you know I don't use bad language and you know I don't insult people. But these, this is what these people are, a useful idiot. In fact, they're not very useful. Because all they do is seize other people's misery for their own power, their own gain and their own control. I don't see how anyone seeing any suffering in this world and going, you know what I'm going to do? I see your suffering. I, I, I'm going to pretend I feel your suffering. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to make you dependent on someone else for the rest of your life. How is that compassionate? How is that compassionate? Whether you look at the American founding, whether you look at the American principles, whether you look at the American way, or whether you just look at it from an outsider going, yeah, I think that's compassionate. Which is the most compassionate? That where we can make our case to our fellow man, brothers and sisters. Where you see something that's horrific and you help them, but you help them in a way that gets them through their short-term need, and then they are independent to survive for themselves, by themselves, and to pursue whatever it is their dream is. Compared to seeing a, a potential issue and working to make them dependent, to make them work in make them dependent and be a servant to the government forever and to continuously cyclical and generationally keep getting more and more and not having a dream. Their dream is more and more benefits. Their dream is the Obama phone. Their dream is Obamacare. Their dream is just more and more and more and more from someone else. How sad is it that people now accept as compassion that they will never be able to do it for themselves. They need someone else. How demoralizing is it when you break it down to its core that we tell people, you can't do that by yourself. You need us. You need me. You need me, Bernie Sanders, in Congress fighting for you, for your rights. How sad is that, that we don't empower people? It is horrific. It is disgusting. It is vile. There are people in America who don't need anyone else. They need government to get the hell out of their way. That's what America was about. Saying, hey, I'm an individual. I'm me. I can do anything I want. That is a message of empowerment. That is compassion. That is empowering. That is inspirational. Instead, right now, because America is following like Bernie Sanders, because, you know, Norwegian-style socialism is great, isn't it? No, it isn't. It sucks. I would love to debate this man, because I'm telling you, I'd make him cry. And not cry because I'd be mean or insulting to him. I'd be, make him cry because he wouldn't know what a fact is. But he would after I spoke with him. It is not compassion to make someone dependent on government. That is the furthest thing from compassion I can think of. Because at some point, that person might not be around to give you what you need. And then what happens? You're left out on the cold. We need to take some of these narratives back about compassion. I don't see how anyone logically can see compassion being, I'm going to make you dependent, and I'm going to make you dependent on me. And then, the most galling part is, not only am I making you dependent on me, but I'm going to demand you say thank you and chant my name. 
Bernie, 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 Bernie. Makes me sick. You know what politician I chant their name of? Of the one who said, I'm going to help you personally, but I'm going to help you and teach you how to fish so you can survive by yourself. You don't need me. You don't need anyone. That is the truth. That is the truth. You don't need anyone. And especially, you don't need a politician. You can make it on your own. The dream of America is that of working hard, doing the right thing, and making a difference. Knowing that wherever you've come from, you can make a difference. That is the power of America. That is why Emma Lazarus on the Statue of Liberty said, Give me your tired, your weak, and your huddled masses. That was an insult and a slam on European-style socialism and European socialist government at the time. That was saying, you know those people you say can't do it because they come from the wrong background or have the wrong first family surname or have the wrong education or of the wrong class? Yeah, you come to America. We'll give you opportunity. Because you can make it. In America, we don't care about any of those things. There is no glass ceiling to be broken. Just go Aim for the moon. You can do what you want. Does that mean you are guaranteed victory? No. But it gives you that opportunity. That is the dream of America. That is compassion. Just look at the innovation over the last 200 years. Look at the innovation over the last 10, 20, 40, 60 How is that not compassionate? Even look at something like Facebook. Again, which we spoke about last week. Look at what Facebook is doing. Am I defending Facebook as a company? No. But through their innovation, it has made our lives probably a net positive. There are things I don't like about Facebook. There are things I don't like the way people use it. But there are plenty of things I don't like. It's called freedom. Sometimes freedom sucks and the end result sucks. But I'd much rather be free and have my freedoms than have someone else determine what is right and wrong. But social media, where you can communicate with, heck, you can communicate with me. I'm 6,000 miles away from the East Coast. I'm five hours ahead of the East Coast. Yet instantaneously, the minute you click your fingers and press enter and send me a message, I get it straight away. How is that not a net benefit from society? That is the world we live in. If that's not compassionate, the ability to say you can achieve anything you want and truly mean it. If that's not compassion, I don't know what is compassion, ladies and gentlemen. Because maybe this world we live in, compassionate is, you need me. You can't do it, you need me. Elect me. Make sure I never lose power. Because if you lose power and the other guy gets in, <laughs> you're not going to have a good time. You need me. If that's compassionate... Well, then I guess we all need to go to a dictionary and look up compassionate. Because it doesn't mean what I think it means. Bernie Sanders, you are a joke. I honestly hope you don't believe anything you say. I don't know which is worse. I was talking to a friend about this the other day during the week while I was chomping at the bit. And we were talking about him. I was like, I don't know which is worse. The fact that he's ignorant enough to believe what he says. Or if he's smart enough not to believe it. 
but has such little character and such an opportunist that he thinks if he says it, it gets him elected. I don't know which is worse. I don't know which is worse. But on this show, and I don't care what side you're on, left, right, center, top, bottom, anywhere in the middle, one thing that will not fly on this show is anyone, politician or otherwise, stepping up in public saying, America sucks. Because America doesn't suck. America has problems right now, and we're going to address them over the coming weeks, months, and years. But as a people, like I always say, if you hear nothing else from my show each and every week, I always dream of you just hearing the last words I say to you. America is great because Americans are good. America is the individual doing the right thing and be given that opportunity. That is why your nation is exceptional. Just one of the many reasons. It's not exceptional because of Bernie Sanders. It's not exceptional because of who's in the White House at any time. It's not exceptional who runs Congress or who's on the Supreme Court. It's exceptional because each and every one of you. That is why America is truly one of the greatest nations that's ever existed. And in my eyes, the greatest. Despite and in spite of people like Bernie Sanders. Who are nothing more than a glorified opportunist. And who think in 2017 it is cool. It is hip. I'll get all the young people voting me for me if I just say America sucks. How sad. How sad to be in 2017. To be a man of Bernie Sanders age. And to have such hatred. For himself. For his country. And for his fellow citizens. That is something not to be angry at, although I get that temptation. But deep down, that's something to be really sorry for. Because something must have happened to him at some stage in his life where he said, wow, America sucks. And he's believed it, in spite of all the evidence to suggest otherwise. That is truly sad, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go anywhere, America. I've got one last thing I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about, I want to give you an update on Brexit. Because we go from one idiotic politician to idiotic judges and idiotic politicians across the sea. Just so you know, you're not alone. You, every country has idiotic politicians and self-serving politicians. Don't go anywhere because this is an important update you need to hear. I'll be right back. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. The Blaze Radio Network. 